0: Welcome to PSO in the Know, the podcast that puts a spotlight on the impact of psoriasis. Together, and one PSO story at a time, we'll let people with psoriasis know they're not alone, and encourage them to speak up and seek the help they deserve. I'm Cindy Lopper and I was diagnosed with psoriasis in 2010. As a performer, This chronic condition took an immense toll on me and I did everything I could to hide my flare-ups. Then I met with a psoriasis specialist. He told me I had options and I discovered a treatment that works for me. And I got back to performing live again and doing all the things I used to love to do. I believe it's time to lift the curtain on psoriasis and set the stage for change. Hi, and welcome to my podcast. This is Cindy Lauper. Today, we get to talk to a patient like 8 million of us dealing with psoriasis. Today, we will share information and talk about how even when things are really bad, you can't give up because there's light at the end of the tunnel. Dana has had psoriasis since she was 7 years old, and She has been in treatment on and off until the age of 30. She was covered with psoriasis. And finally, she found a dermatologist who helped her manage her physical issues with this illness that we have. This episode of PSO in the Know is sponsored by Novartis Pharmaceutical Corporation. Dana, how are you? I'm very well, Cindy. How are you? I'm good. You live in Virginia now, right? Yes, right outside of the Richmond area. Oh, that's great. When I spoke with other people who had psoriasis, other patients, it made me feel better because the isolation of this disease is really, really devastating sometimes. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what it was like having psoriasis at such a young age? Yeah, it was pretty
1: isolating. I was from a small town when I first found out that I had it, and I didn't know anyone who had it, so I felt like I was alone and didn't know exactly what it was. You know, growing up with kids, kids can be mean. A lot of picking yeah, on. Think? and Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of picking and bullying because they don't understand. So it was difficult as a young child trying to just realize, first of all, what I have and um, how to deal with it.
0: Before... Many treatment options were available. What were some of the ways that your parents tried to alleviate your psoriasis symptoms as a child? So everybody who doesn't
1: have it always has this idea of, oh, just put some lotion on it. It'll go away. Uh, And I do this. And, you know, so anything that anyone came up with um, that was anything out of the blue for my mother to try, she would try. Oh, my Um, God. Someone at one time told her if you would take the um, husk off of a walnut and rub it on the spots that it would make it go away. And all that did was make it more prevalent and made it orange and brown and stick out even more. So um, anything that anyone would try to give her, you know, just
0: to try to give me some relief, she would try it. Oh, my God. Well, I didn't develop psoriasis until I was a lot older. And I really feel for you as, as a child, what you must have gone through. Did you have any ways that you coped with the psoriasis while you were young? I had one really
1: good friend that really didn't, all she saw was me and she didn't see, you know, any problem with me. And she was a great help to me to just kind of try to pull me out of my shell and get me to go out and be. Like normal kids, but I stayed in a lot as a child and listened to music and um, just kind of
0: read a lot and stayed to myself a lot. Gosh, you you just want to run away, and um, you know the shedding. Yeah, the shedding is so bad. You know that was hard for me.
1: Yeah, really it was, hard. It was difficult for me too because I was in retail, and of course, um, in my younger years when I had bad episodes you know you in retail they have like the black mats that you're standing on behind the registers and stuff like that and it's like I always felt like I had to continue sweeping the floor like every five minutes because I would shed and I always stayed covered up so I always had a jacket or something on covering me from my wrist to you know
0: everywhere else so oh my gosh and so that's how you dealt with it as a teenager
1: yeah I would go out I mean In 90-degree weather, I would have a sweatshirt on. Um, Oh, my God. And you know
0: when you get hot, it gets worse?
1: Yes. And then, you know, I've been to where I've, you know, walking into stores, people have been like, honey, are you okay? Because it was so bad because I was 85 to 90% covered that, you know, it was just so excruciatingly painful that I just walked funny to try to keep from, you know,
0: making— the lesions cut open or tear or pull. So when I read about the fact that you had spots, I was wondering how you dealt with it.
1: Yeah. When I first started as a child, it came up as just little red spots and they thought maybe it was chicken pox. And you know, I was a child from the Air Force. And so we went to the Air Force doctors on base and they weren't quite familiar with it. And so it was a very difficult trying to find a doctor in my small town who knew what it was or even knew how to treat it. So it started out as, you know, little spots and then it grew into bigger spots and then it grew into the plaques and I've got it in my nail beds and my toenails and my fingernails and, um, you know,
0: I've got a pretty bad case of it. You know, for me, I just, you know, wanted to give up. And the one thing I found dealing with other psoriasis patients is they didn't. And they had somebody in their life who stood by them and encouraged them to never give up. Um, So who was that for you? So
1: it was a couple of people, but mostly my mother. My mother kept me going and encouraged me to try to get out and be the kid that goes out with everybody and not to try to cover myself up. She would encourage me to go to the pool when I didn't want to go to the pool or encourage me to go to, you know, like the river and beach stuff when I didn't want to, because, you know, when you're covered up, you just don't want to be seen.
0: It must have been really, really tough for you. What advice would you give to parents and a young person trying to manage their symptoms and the emotional side of having psoriasis? Because that's pretty big.
1: I would, you know, when growing up as a child, it was kind of like, you know, don't talk about it. If you don't talk about it, you know, it doesn't really exist. But I think talking about it and explaining it, just getting out what it is that you have and and
0: explaining it to people who don't know. And telling them it's not contagious. Exactly, Yeah, you know, cause yeah.
1: Yeah, I had, I mean, in school, we had to wear gym suits that were like, all the way up to your armpits and all the way up to your legs, the top of your legs. And I had kids where we had to do sit ups and you had to have somebody hold your legs to do the sit ups. I had a young girl that would hold my legs, but turn her head so she didn't have to look at me. So, you know, it, it just... Being able to have someone who can explain it to you as a child first off to where you can explain it to you know potential friends or people that you're around. When I was in the seventh grade, I actually did like a report and stood up in front of the class and tried to explain myself what I thought it was. And then one year, I think it was in the eighth grade, the following year, my teacher actually explained to the class that my skin was kind of like when you go to the desert and the ground is really, really dry and your skin cracks a little bit, that that was kind of um, what was going on with my skin. So.
0: Aww. And would they leave
1: you alone? <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, you know, you always have the bad apples that are going to, you know, make fun of people just to try to make themselves feel better. So I did have a few of the bad apples, but for the most part, you know, except for those few, I, you know, it wasn't, that difficult as far as teasing as much with my close friends or close people that I was with all the time
0: what would you tell patients who are recently diagnosed with psoriasis hang in there right <laughs>
1: just to be patient and talk to your doctor you know sometimes you go to your doctor and you don't really ask the right questions and um, you could just kind of go with what they're telling you instead of really getting the knowledge that you need. So I would definitely encourage them to, to talk to people, reach out and, you know, support groups that I've been in on social media have been a great help to, um, just kind of know that you're not alone in your journey and, and what's going on in your
0: body. Yeah. Because there's eight million people with psoriasis, myself included. I've spoken to a lot of doctors, and they always told me, everyday care. You have to cream up your skin, <laughs> especially your arms and your legs, right? Right. I mean, every day. That's so important, and that helps. You have to always take care of your skin. Yeah. It's just one of those things, even if you are on medicine.
1: Yeah, that's one thing my dermatologist told me. He's always on me about making sure that I'm hydrating my skin the
0: best possible. and staying up with my treatments. What are your triggers? Do you have any triggers that bring on the psoriasis, like a flare? Um, mostly like when I get really, really stressed, I start getting
1: smaller little areas that get really, really dry and I just try to keep those moisturized. I've started eating a little bit cleaner than I was before. Mm -hmm. I used to be a smoker and I know that wasn't good. I used to, in my younger years, drink and I know that's not good. So as I've gotten older and cut out some of those sugars and some of those things that, you know, do trigger, I don't tend to get as
0: many triggers. Yeah, I, I my trigger too is if I start drinking a lot, it starts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always on my hands, and then I'm like, oh, come on, you know. <laughs> and then oh, when you go to the the nail salons, it's always like, oh my god, I dread it because they look at your hands and you got to say it's not contagious, right? It's psoriasis, you know. Yeah. I actually just had my first pedicure ever this past year.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh, what was that like? It was really fun because I've never had it done because that's I've always been conscious about spots on my legs, my legs being too dry, my toenails being thicker because of the psoriasis and the nail beds. So all my friends were always like, we should go get a pedicure. And I would just, no, I don't like people messing with my feet, but it was just because of my toenails and my dry skin on my legs. I just didn't want that to be a question when i go to the
0: salon. Oh wow, but now you do the cream every night so you're good. Yeah. Me too. They would always give me a little cream. And every time i would go, like my friends would tell me, "Oh, his friend, she had plaques, she had psoriasis, she went, they used a laser on it a couple of times, it went away. She never got it again." So i would go. And i remember sitting there and the lady would go Oh so many spots and I literally almost bust out crying in her face because I realized mm. it's not gonna work for me right. and you know and and psoriasis hits everyone differently,
1: yeah because mm. some some patients you know there's the I can't remember the word for it, but like when I go out and I get sunburned and I
0: damage my skin, I start to break out. everyone's different yeah, That's everybody's right. different, you know. It's hard to tell somebody because people, like when I had it really bad, people like, you have to show it. And I'm like, yeah, for you maybe, not for me. I'm not going out and showing it. And I was on tour one time, and I found these costumers who could make me net um, sleeves and hands on the sleeves that it looked like you saw the skin, but you didn't. But, man, when I took them off, holy cow, it was like, it was like the skin came off with it, Right, but it, it's, uh, it's hard to tell someone you have to be confident. Right. Yeah. So
1: yeah. People who are close to me and my family, they always tell me, you know, I don't even see the spots anymore, but I uh-huh. always see them and everybody else, you know, who doesn't know me sees them. Yeah. So as a child, you know, when you're trying to make friends and be the popular kid and have, you know, yeah, you know, you don't, That's the time that you want to be seen. So you make friends, but then you don't want to be seen because you don't want people to question what's going on.
0: I know. I know. It's it's a tough one. It's hard to say if people are going to make fun of you or not, you have to accept yourself for who you are. And it's like, yeah, for you maybe, but it really hurts, right? So how do you tell somebody that?
1: Everybody has some type of image about themselves that they wish they could probably change. But, you know, so adding that to other body image issues, uh, it's kind of hard to be confident and go out and, and just be yourself and be uncovered.
0: What made you keep trying to find a dermatologist that could truly help you?
1: Yeah, I just, I knew there had to be something and I started doing a little bit more research. I was tired of being tired all the time. My body was just fighting itself. So I was exhausted all the time. And I just knew that I needed to find something to help myself out and be a person for my then fiance that, you know, we could enjoy life together instead of him always wanting to go do stuff and me saying, you know, I don't want to go because.
0: Yeah, it's, um, it's tough, you know, and everyone is different. But I do know that there are so many of us and that is kind of a comfort, right? Yeah, definitely. You know, especially, you know, it seems like.
1: When I was a kid, there was nobody. And then when I got older and, and left my small town, it was like, oh, my gosh, there's so many people, you know, and I had, you know, when I was in retail, I, had, I would have customers who would, oh, you have psoriasis. So do I. This is what I tried, you know, Aww. so. Um, Did that know. make you feel better? It did make me feel like I wasn't alone and that there was somebody who understood what I was going through. You know, at first it's like, oh, yeah, I have psoriasis and you didn't really want to talk about it. But then once you get to talking about it and you see that they're going through the same things and may have tried the same things that of medications or treatments or, you know, remedies that somebody's given them um, that they've been through the whole process as well as you. So you're not alone in and, and, and trying that step up you know this didn't work so let me try this next and this didn't work let me try this next
0: well you know it takes a lot of courage and you have shown a lot of courage because you had it from the time you were seven Mm -hmm. but um you know they're learning more and more about it there there are so many options yeah there
1: weren't a whole lot of options you know 40, almost 40 years ago. I'll be 46 oh this year. So, you know, I at seven years old getting it, there weren't a whole lot of options. It was a lot of creams, you know, biopsies to make sure what, you know, I had a few biopsies when I was younger. Um, creams upon creams. I used to have to soak my scalp in like a tar solution. Oh, I
0: was going to ask about the tar shampoo. Yeah. Because that messes your hair up so bad.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah, my mother would, i soak my head down the night before, and then the next morning um she would sit there and take a comb and scrape off all of the, of the plaques off of my scalp. I used to have to sit in a bathtub. It, I felt like when I sat in the tub with this, it was like a coal tar solution, and I literally felt
0: like I was sitting on the highway while they were tarring the highway because right? that's what it smelled like. Oh, my God. Well, I'm so glad you found something that helped you. Because it's hard to live like that, you know? It is. Yeah, definitely is. You know, your husband, he must be really something to have been able to, you know, deal with the psoriasis. Or were you already on the mend? Um, no. As a matter of
1: fact, when me and my husband met, I was probably in one of my worst flares, Um I was covered. It was all from my chin, down my neck, everywhere else. So, you know, you always kind of try to hide it and hope that somebody didn't see it. Or, you know, when, you know, he would touch my hand or something, I would kind of shy away from him. Um, and he just kind of accepted me for who I was. And then I had to sit and have a conversation with him and say, this is why, you know, I shy away. This is why. And he was like, I don't care. I don't. That doesn't bother me at all. So, wow. Yeah.
0: He's an extraordinary person, definitely is. Oh, that's really awesome. That's really great. Um, does he have anyone in his family that has that?
1: He does not, but he has been a great support. Um, in my last big flare-up, I had you know the same situation where my mother as a child used to put the coal tar um, shampoo mm. on my scalp. I would put coconut oil on my scalp and you know he became that person who helped take care of me and reached the areas on my scalp that I couldn't get and he became the person who would put the lotions and the creams on my spots on my back in oh the areas that I can't get so he is um definitely been um an extraordinary person in my life and I honestly don't know where I would be today without him Aww. so
0: that's that's awesome is there something that you would like to tell other patients, to give them courage, to give them hope.
1: I hope that they realize that, of course, they're not the only ones out there with this disease and dealing with it. And there is support out there. And don't give up because what might be bad today, tomorrow, something might come along that can help you out. So don't give up hope and reach out to people. Even if you don't think they want to hear about it and talk about it, there's people out there. That don't have psoriasis that are going to be willing to talk to you and listen to you and just talk about it. Don't just stay in a shell and be by yourself because you're not alone.
0: I think that's great. And always, you know, learn about your disease, learn about psoriasis and understand it because information is power. Yeah. When you're sick, sometimes you feel powerless. Dana, before we say goodbye, I would love for you to tell us what advice would you give your younger self?
1: Be more confident in yourself. Try to just show yourself your real self. Don't try to hide because you're beautiful and people are going to love you regardless of what your skin looks like. So just, you know, be yourself, be brave, and try to
0: learn about what it is that's
1: going on in your body and just talk to people
0: well dana thank you for sharing your story with us i really appreciate it i know that for me the big game changer was when i spoke with other patients it changed my whole point of view yeah so thank you thank you for having me on and letting me tell my story oh thank you so much Thank you for joining us today on PSO in the Know, sponsored by Novartis. You can listen to more episodes at psointheknow.com.